This is our second legacy breakdown. We are covering incomparable Magic Johnson. It seemed fair that we transitioned straight from Larry Bird into Magic Johnson. So, without further ado, let's just get right into his rookie year. Because Larry is Magic's daughter. <laughs> just so y'all know. If you're not, if you're not sure. <laughs> yeah. So he owns that man. All right. Lindsay. Okay. So the 79-80 season is the rookie season for both Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. And we're going to look into Magic Johnson's rookie season because he didn't win rookie of the year, but he won something different. He won the NBA Finals. Yes. Something a little, a little just a tad bit more important, you know, and finals MVP, but we, 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 could, we could talk about that. So, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson. All right. So, in front of us is the highlights from the closeout game from the 1980 NBA Finals. Magic Johnson just came off winning a college championship. Also the most rated, the highest rated uh, college basketball game up to that point. Um, so people, the hype train was rolling for Magic on, on the way in. And Larry Bird for that matter. Larry Bird took yeah. away Rookie of the Year in a landslide. We talked about that in our legacy breakdown for Larry Bird in our archives. What we are going to discuss here is what happened in the playoffs. because. Larry Bird did not make the NBA Finals. This cute motherfucker did. <laughs> and there, he had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the MVP from this season. But he got hurt in Game 5. He got hurt in Game 5. He did not play Game 6. So they're in Philadelphia, right? Before they get on the plane to go to Philly... Magic Johnson, who is a fucking rookie, I will remind everyone, is waiting. This, that shit is not normal at all. Like, just waiting. that whole story. I'm talking but, about yeah. not normal? He's waiting on the plane. He's meeting everyone going, we're going to get him. Like, just keep hyping everybody up. Like, yeah. Magic's going to lead the way. Like, and he comes out and puts up 42 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists plays all five positions, starts at center, and gets the tip-off, as we saw earlier in the video, and absolutely dominates Dr. J and the Philadelphia 76ers to win his first NBA championship. His third championship in four years, if you include high school and college, because he got one. In high school, he got one yeah. senior year of college. And after dicking down Bird, by the way. Say that one more <laughs> I said after dicking down Bird, by the way. Very true. And yeah. <laughs> um, imagine having a rivalry. All right, before this, my bad. Imagine mm-hmm. having, having a rivalry and you feel like, all right, you know, we, we, we're somewhere in like com- compatible or comparable. And then. <laughs> And then you see this man who whoops your ass just a year ago. And then you win rookie of the year, seeming like you all hot shit. And then this man goes and one-ups you again and wins uh, a championship and finals MVP. Yeah. 
that so that was the thing we we talked about it but magic didn't get it wasn't a close rookie of the year battle at all between yeah. the two like larry destroyed them in a landslide or Larry destroyed everybody in the landslide, but specifically Magic. I think Magic got like two votes. Uh, and he used that as motivation to come out and win the championship. He's said it repeatedly in various documentaries. Um, but is this the best game of Magic's career? Like, is this his apex great moment already? Even though it's only his rookie season, how many... How many better games in Magic's career are there? Like, I'm sure there's we're we're obviously going to pick out a couple of signature games from his career, but I don't know if there's any game besides this one that I could say. Like, he played all five spots. Yeah, yeah, and and he literally dominated the entire game in every way possible. No Kareem, no James Worthy. Those are the two things from his career that people talk about. All Magic had all that help. Besides the fact that he's making them better as the assist man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, fucking, this is, in my opinion, the best example of why Magic Johnson is great on his own. No Kareem. James Worthy's not mm-hmm. even drafted yet. So we're not worrying about any of that. Uh, there's no comparable player to him. And he... Puts the team on his back to close out the NBA Finals and win Finals MVP in his rookie year. <clears throat> his I whole, I feel like from the beginning of his career to the very end, he always controlled the pace of the game, and he always like controlled like most like anything happening in the game, and like this just shows you that he could have done he could have done you know like everyone loves the scoring, including myself, but um. Like he he liked to get his his teammates involved, and he liked to control the game that way. And um, you know he he drove to the basket when he had to. But um, him being able to do this from his rookie year is like insane. And I don't I think this is probably I think this is the greatest rookie year ever because you can't you got just like if you look at his stats for that year, so now, it's now, like a normal, huh? So now. So it's better than Larry Bird's rookie year, who just won rookie of the year, brought that Boston team to 61 games, 61 wins, right? That's it. You're saying that? Yeah, I think being, I think, I think having those moments, I think having that, those, that big moment from the very beginning, uh, like that just overshadows so much. I don't give a shit about rookie of the year at that point because it, NBA has always been a playoff league. Like it's it's always you can do whatever the, you the fuck you want during the regular season, but in the playoffs is where it matters and it shows where like where the stars are born. And literally from the very beginning, Magic said, "I'm a star, and I'm gonna be Finals MVP of this, this league my rookie year." And that's just fucking insane. Like who else has done that? Who else has had that opportunity? Those opportunities, like no one. I don't. I can't think of any player that's done anything remotely the same. So Magic Johnson for the whole series. God damn, Kareem before he got hurt. Oh, uh, yeah, he was wilding. Massacre. And at that Whoa, time, Kareem was pretty much doing doing the LeBron, where he he's like saving himself for the for the playoffs and shit. Maybe no, he won MVP. This was his last MVP season. Kareem. 
This was his final MVP season, was Magic's rookie year. But uh, 21, 11, and almost nine assists with almost three steals. Shooting 57%. We're not going to see him take many threes. This is the different conversation than Larry Bird. We're going to see a lot of it. I'm not worried about that for Magic Johnson. Shooting 57%, 87% from free throw line. Uh, And he took 40 of them, so he made 35. That's great. Fucking. He absolutely uh, deserves the finals MVP. But I, I now that I'm looking at this, if Kareem doesn't get hurt, he's yeah, definitely finals MVP. That's and that's what they're saying. But the whole thing is, they would have literally lost the series if he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, because you got two games. You got two, and I, I think I was when listening to that documentary, talking about that season. I mean, or that that series. They were saying all the all the um, Sixers were feeling like this was going to be a pickup game. Just easy easy w they were going to go win game 7 and win the championship real quick just cuz that having cuz at the time Kareem was easily the best player in the world right so once he got hurt they everyone yeah. was like so it's just like it's it's as if it's literally if you compare um 20 um 2017 no 2016 uh 2015 warriors or whatever i mean um cavs and you have Kyrie and Bron Ron's easily the best player in the world at the time, and he goes and gets whatever the fuck injury, and Kyrie just out of nowhere still beats that Warriors team. Like, it's, like, pretty much a very similar comparison to that. Or what, what Bron did in 2015 where his two, in, his two teammates got injured and he tried to put, put the team on his back but failed. This guy fucking did it. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the whole thing. Like, he did that shit. Yeah, I was about to say, let's never compare Kyrie Irving and Magic Johnson ever. Oh, no. No, that's not even. <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. Like, but the only reason we're we'll talk about this more and more. But uh, Magic at six nine, being able to do the things that he was doing, no one had seen this in 1980. This was like breaking people's brains. Like six nine, Bill Russell was six nine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and Bill Russell. I mean, the average. He wasn't, he wasn't dribbling like he wasn't dribbling like that, and um, Bill Russell, like he wasn't doing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Usually, people who played at that height didn't have remotely the dribbling ability. Yeah, that Magic had, or the passing ability, obviously. But I mean, he he, he must he, have seemed like an alien in 1980. Like, what is this thing? The only thing about Bill Russell is he didn't he kind of create the. I'm pretty sure he created the fast break. Well, he no, or his team did whatever. It's a, it's a combination of three people: Bob Cousy, Bill Russell, and Red Auerbach. But, um, but uh, Bill Russell was more so the guy running the floor, though. He, he triggered it. So when Bill Russell blocked the shot, he would block it, block it, but never block it out of bounds. Block it, get it to Cousy. Cousy would then start the fast break. Bill Russell would run down the floor. And then, like, yeah. Havlicek and Sam Jones get involved in like, shit, like, shit like that. But besides the point, yeah. uh, Magic, this wasn't, like, Showtime Magic yet, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. no one was, obviously, no one was playing all five positions. <laughs> like, the yeah. fact that he did this in his rookie year to close out the NBA Finals, and this is the first thing we're talking about in his career, 
Mm-hmm. Like, and my whole thing is <clears throat> when you look at it matters that he was a rookie. Continue, sorry. Yeah, no, you good. No, that that's that's the craziest shit of it all. Like, just because that is something you would expect from like a, a a player who's been in the league for a couple of years and like is ready for that moment. You know, like like we saw, like in comparison, this the one of the one of the greatest Lakers of all time, Kobe. When he had his moments in the playoffs, he shot air balls. Yeah. So win game. You know what I mean? And then this guy yeah. just literally his first year, he, he he pretty much dominated that entire game and owned that ship. Yeah. And that Lakers team, with him them drafting him, made them win thirteen extra games from the year before. So like he definitely met, he like it wasn't like the team was already stacked and ready to win a championship. Like I'm sure they had their pieces, and then once they got him, it was like, you know, what th- this should this should pretty much like put us over the top or whatever. But I don't know if people thought like did people think Magic was just gonna be that great from the very beginning? I'd say after <laughs> like that, did, they, did he have like a LeBron effect? I would say after that. Oh, 100 percent. I would say after okay. the championship game in college, the hype train was up and rolling for Magic. Yeah. And then um, after that. Once he, the very first game that Magic Johnson played, regular season game, he mm-hmm. played uh, against the, what do you call it? He played against the Clippers. Let's see if I can pull yeah. that up real quick. That's when Kareem hit that game winner, right? Yeah, he hit the game yeah. winner and then Magic's hugging him like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's always the, that's, that, like, just imagine talking to like, like, I'm sure people were probably afraid of Kareem at that time too, because like. He wasn't really the most social guy either. So, like, for him to jump on jump on Kareem like that, and Kareem to tell tell him pretty much get the fuck off. Then <laughs> he's just like, if you he said he said if you do this every single game, I'm gonna jump on you like this every single time. So that's like that just shows like Magic, and Magic pretty much made Kareem like want to keep playing because he was talking about that he wanted to retire at that point. Or think was thinking about it. True, because like, how many more years did he play? Didn't he play like another six, seven years? Who? Kareem. Kareem played until. Until like eighty-seven, eighty-seven, eighty-six. No, played through eighty-seven. I'm pretty sure he was on that last championship. Yeah, that last trip. Yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty sure <clears throat> I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. No, I, th- I think I think you're right. We'll get it by the end of the show, but crazy this rookie year. Dum, dum, dum. Next. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Now are we ready? Yeah. Okay. So after his rookie season, Magic Johnson went into the 80-81 season with the championship, but then a month into the <clears> season, <throat> he gets an injury that takes him out for 45 games. So the 80-81 season, they make it to the playoffs, but they lose in the first round to the Rockets. So nothing really happens in Magic's sophomore year in the NBA. And that's that's before Akeem. Who, who's even on that Rockets team? I don't even know. It doesn't. It's not important. Continue. Yeah. So then after that, we get to the 81-82 season, where Magic makes it through the whole season and makes it again to the finals in the 81-82 playoffs. 
one thing before we even start about the finals, I just want to mention how ass are these teams that he's facing? Because it looks like he's he swept through he swept through um, the eighty two Western Conference and pretty much beat most of the teams by a pretty large margin. So I think that matters towards towards um, bringing up his legacy. But yeah, he beat he beats so he beats <clears throat> so he beats um he beats the. So we got Phoenix Suns, who are is that is Barkley is not there yet. Oh, and this this is Dennis Johnson, huh? This is when the buy started. I know you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, that was another thing. Like when we're talking about his greatness and his obviously he's he went to nine finals, and we're going to talk about each of them. But um, does that take away from it a little? Does having Having a buy for what three out of those? No, f- well, yeah, three out of those four, I guess, years and um, three out of his finals runs because he went to the finals every single year, I think. So what's your um, what that he besides that that injury year? So I'm saying is that take the like does not having to play that extra series get into pretty much be fresh and healthy for the for the um, semifinals? Is that because? Hey, look, he's he's sweeping the spur like he swept the he swept the um the Suns in the semifinals easily. They they beat them the first two games by almost twenty. So I'm looking at it as is that is that partially because of the buy help or because people like that we look at now who went to the finals multiple years like a LeBron James, he didn't have that. He had he had to go through a seven game final series. I mean um first round series that takes that adds more minutes and and miles on his legs all right if i change sports for a second does it fuck with tom brady's legacy no but it's been a thing forever all i'm and if we're playing by context it definitely didn't it like to the point that i never heard of that until doing research for the podcast really until you're telling me about it yeah, the buys were a thing. Um, no one ever talks about that, but I just argue, see, think I'd about argue, like all the first round upsets we've seen. I'd argue he had to win fifty seven games in this season, and usually he's a sixty win. Like he, he he's got to get first place to get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah. mean, so it's not like he's getting the buy because he's Magic fucking Johnson. <laughs> but are we but but are we also saying it's a weak Western Conference? So you get in you got a weak Western Conference, you got you get in a you automatically get in a week off easily, my, probably two weeks. I don't know how the NBA was doing things before because I know now well, the NBA kind of gives them a only, week and then it's only a three game series back then. So probably not two weeks. Probably a week. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, probably a week. So you get in a, a fresh set of legs, a week off. And um, if there's any knickknacks or anything, like if you have a little sprained ankle or tweak, like that shit doesn't matter because you got a you got a whole week off now. You're gonna be fresh for the semifinals, where other people have to play those minutes, and most likely is gonna be a team that's lesser than whatever Magic's team was, anyways. But I'm just looking at it as he had a very weak conference, 
and then also that those i mean i didn't mention it with bird i probably should have but i mean bird also was in the tougher conference so no matter what his his road to the finals was way harder than magic's all the time well he always had to go through philly and he played philly they they played philly they were in the same division so Mm -hmm. yeah uh, you played you played philly at least 11 times a year but Maybe, still, I, I mean, like, I, I mean, sorry. At most, eleven times a year, at least eight times a year. I think it would matter more if Magic didn't end up beating most of these guys. Yeah, but we I know mean, that, that. That's how you. That's how you kind of shut that shit up. Is yeah. is you? Be, if you beat me, then you can't say shit. You can't. Like you can't mention any of this shit. Like you beat that's me. Why I'm saying like, LeBron because he fucking never wins. Yeah, he get he beats the. And we'll talk about LeBron. Don't worry. Break that little motherfucker down. He takes it. He gets to the finals and then he takes L's. So like it was. Just, it was just for me. I, it was just a question I wanted to ask, and um, I don't think anyone's ever brought that up. And I just, I was looking at it literally yesterday, and I was like, why is why I don't why don't I see first round matchups? And I'm like, was there like a rule or something? So I I went and looked it up, and I saw um buys were a thing at the time. So first and second seed, um always received the buys just like the NFL now. And, um, and then they switched it to three rounds, then five, I mean, three, uh, three game series, then five game series. And then in 2005, four or five, they switched it to seven game series. So that's, I just thought that was, I never understood. Like, I'm so happy that it's all seven game series. Now I've heard rumors that they want to go back. Cause a lot of people think, like some of these series don't make sense. Like what's the point of seeing like, I don't know who the fuck, if the Phoenix Suns make it and go against the Lakers and the Lakers dog walk the shit out of them. Like there's no point of watching this games and it's just a waste of time. No, but fuck all that. Cause in our league, it's today. It's not like that. Damian Lillard is a legend because of what he does in round one. That's <laughs> so much praise for buzzer beaters from on the Thunder in, in round. But one. his buzzer beaters, the Rockets, though. The Rockets, I know this is totally out of subject, out of context, or it doesn't fucking matter. But to hitting the buzzer beating shot game seven of a series, and that doesn't happen in your world if you take the games away. Is my point. I know, I know, but I'm just, I, I, I'm. Some of them don't. A lot of them, the whole thing is we. How many series have you? First round series have you watched? Probably like four hundred. And how many yes. of those do you get? Like five. Like <laughs> no, they're great. The when we were in college, like in I guess Kobe had that first round. Twenty twelve. Like we got some of the best round. Vince Carter's got a buzzer beater uh, in round that one true. when he was yeah. playing for the Mavericks uh, against the Spurs. That was awesome. Some of my best memories of Kobe's like, like legendary buzzer beater versus round. Phoenix was in the first round. You were saying? Wait, what? Say that again. My bad. Kobe's legendary um, buzzer beater during during um, for the against Phoenix was in the first round. What I'm so, saying? This shit matters. Fucking, I'm my, so happy they changed. My goat, my goat, to my god, he <laughs> did that. So I, I agree with you, Russell. I agree. <laughs> 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 all right so back to the magic <laughs> oh, all right. oh man fucking all right but he that? did have some ass-ass teams that he was facing i looked at the that phoenix team and it only had dennis johnson pretty much and then that that um san antonio team only had george gervin 
Yeah. So I don't well, know. No, I'm pretty I ass teams he was playing. No, I get that part, but I get um, it's more like my said, thing. Yeah, my, if he if he doesn't beat the East Coast teams when he gets there, then it's a different yeah. conversation. Yeah. And look, but it's one. It's still one series, though, bro. That matters. Like you only facing one. You're not going through the pounding, and that's the thing that I always argued with Kobe and LeBron. And I'm not gonna like just because I like Magic, I can't not. I can't not mention it. Um, him ha- going having that easy route, like l- look at he went. He played eight games when I don't know how, how many games Philly played to get to the finals. Eight games had pretty easy games. I'm sure three, four, four out of those eight games were where um, they won by double digits. So he probably sat out some of those at some points of those games where it was a, it might have been blowouts, and then some the team got some gimme points. So you got. You got eight games that you played, swept them all, and four of those games were pretty, won pretty decisively. So you got fresh-ass legs, bro. You you literally are playing with the freshest legs possible and then going against a Philly team who had to go through um, freaking Detroit. Uh, I don't know if Detroit was crazy back then, but because um, I'm not – I didn't look it up, but <laughs> like, like I know they went through Boston. They had to go through Boston, so it's like, it's like you you're going against tougher opponents. So oh, and that breaks you down. The East was definitely tougher than the West. I don't not denying that. Um, all I'm saying is, I think you're thinking about this because of what we do with LeBron now. Because we always say that about LeBron. But the problem is, the reason why we say that is because teams in the Western Conference that we don't expect to beat LeBron, beat LeBron. That doesn't happen as but often. I disagree. Because I, I, I say it be, before the series. And I th- one thing, a lot of the people bring this shit up because people are co- Jordan cocksuckers. And they don't want to They don't want to give LeBron the props for it, which... I'm one of those people, by the way. So, so, so fuck LeBron. But you got to do it just because you like Magic. You can't, you can't disregard that fact because he literally had the same pretty much situation as LeBron. Because you look at that dominance, and then I'm like, okay, he was dominant. They were a great Lakers team, so I could understand why they win almost every year. But then it's like, all right, are you going against the Phoenix Suns? Who, who the fuck? I had to think, and I'm like, who the fuck did Phoenix have at the time? I was like, was Barkley? I'm like, no, he he definitely didn't get drafted. Then I look, yeah. I'm like, Dennis fucking Johnson, okay. <laughs> and then and then I go and I'm like, San Antonio, and I'm like, I don't think. Um, I was like, I don't think. Um, this dude was there. Um, the fucking guy you hate, David Robinson. I was like, I, I'm pretty sure David Robinson wasn't there because I'm sure he was much later. And then I look, I'm like, all right, George Gerving, and I'm like, who the fuck else? Like, you face no one. I'm like. So you get into you get to the to the Phoenix, the Philadelphia series, and then it's like, all right, now you you're facing a good opponent, but it's like you just dog walked everybody because it was so easy. So that that matters. Like even though you won against that team pretty handily, I mean, he they both times against Philly, they beat them in six games. So and Hold when on, you beat on, someone on. twice, that means you're better than them. Hold on, because they got them in it because. Um... The Sixers got him in 83 when Moses came and dominated. Okay. And it was Moses and Dr. J. Yeah. Uh, they got him in 83. That, so 
They didn't get them. They didn't get them every single time they played. Yeah. But I mean, if you beat if you beat them most of the times, like a lot of the times, if you're facing people in in seven game series, the nice thing about basketball is a lot of the times in seven game series, unless there's injury, the better team wins. Yeah. But you, I think those little things should matter too, because like even though it's not everything, because everyone's still playing the game, and you know going through the motions and like people are probably not injured. You probably have them at, at full health and stuff, but playing all those extra minutes and, and playing against hard opponents does matter. Like, okay. I feel like that you could get a little tweak during the end of a game five and then you, you finish them off in game six. And now you have a little nagging injury going into the finals. When you, when you sweep in everybody pretty handily, you're not going to be, in the freaking fourth quarter as much you're not gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna have and at that time i don't know what the pace was like during those years we could look it up um but if the pace was pretty slow or whatever you you're not you you up by 19 you're not losing that game you know what i mean so it's like you you have a lot of time on the bench where you're just chilling putting your feet up relaxing Magic was probably rubbing his balls all over everybody, saying, "Yo, we just lose." <laughs> so you know that shit. That shit matters. Like to me, that that's, that's something that <laughs> to me that's something that should be mentioned when you talk about his dominance. You should talk about certain of the certain things that that he had advantages of. Because I think when LeBron, when when people start talking about LeBron or or like people think Kobe's really great because he went to the finals seven times in the West in in a very tough conference in a like during a tough era. So like that, like if you're gonna if you're gonna mention like LeBron going to the finals eight times and saying, oh well, he was in the weakest conference at the time, you gotta mention Magic, who was in a weak ass conference. And yeah, but one, so that's pretty. One more time for the people at home. Who has more championships in that situation? Yeah. Right. And and I <laughs> That's it. I'm, my whole thing is you're never gonna have an argument. That's all I gotta say. That, like, I'm, all I, gotta say. I don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying that that stuff, like if you bring it up with LeBron, you gotta bring it up with Magic too. Like in that I sense. don't I don't disagree with you. I think Magic's better at, and and has more rings and his legacy is proven as such. But LeBron's uh, cement is still wet. So, I mean, I think... Like, that's the thing. Magic, at the beginning of his career, was looked at worse. But when we get to the the end of his career, you're going to see, like, he turns it around and ends up being the best player in the 80s and takes it from Larry. So, like, we'll see as time uh, moves on here. And to be Robin for most of that decade, pretty much, and, and and then later on, everyone's like... You know that guy was was probably like the greatest at, at that time. Like like that's crazy because I'm sure at the time people were like, "Well, you got Kareem. What do you expect?" Like yeah, I'm sure people were like disrespecting him in that yeah. sense. Because I could imagine because I know people were doing it with Kobe, so they had to be doing it with with Magic. I'd say I'd say around this time that we're talking about right here in '82, '83, um, I would say that and like up until probably '85. I would say that definitively people said Bird was better. And then by mm-hmm. the time we get to, um, what do you call it? By the time we get to the, t- the end of the, the latter half of the 80s, 
Mm-hmm. Then we're looking at Magic completely dominating, collecting more MVPs, and then staying in the finals and getting championships done and just outlasting Bird. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. And then getting it to a point where you can, you get to a point where the peaks are, his peak is just longer. And so, I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's about, I, just, I think Magic, because his, because we got the full career, uh, we can say, I can say with certainty, um, yeah, he lost those finals, but he also beat those guys too. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're going to say he was five and four in the finals, which is another thing you can say, yeah. nine tries, five and four. My my thing is, I I think outside of Jordan, imagine, he got all those guys back. Yeah, yeah, that like, that is very true. Which I don't know if everybody like that's kind of not a lot of people get to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Just, that's crazy. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm going to spin the block. Like, <laughs> that's pretty much what he said. I'm spinning the block and we're going to do this again. We'll fuck you up. That's literally what he does. So, I mean, that you got to respect it. And they trained all summer for it, too. Yeah. Crazy. I, and, and I wasn't trying to, I'm, I'm definitely, because I think Magic is easily the greatest point guard, like, ever. And I think he's our top five greatest player ever so it's not i'm not i'm not taking away from that but i think it's something that has to be spoken about whenever you're talking about magic's career because that should be mentioned even though i mean you because that because your point matters a lot he yes he he had a weak conference but then he had to go through the tough conference and beat those guys yeah people don't get people people don't do that yeah yeah well fuck them i'm not here for those people No, no, no I, I was saying people. <laughs> I was saying I was saying people don't usually do that. Like, if you if you're in, if if we're having that argument, it's pretty much the LeBron thing. Like, you were losing to these Western Conference guys that we were not expected to lose to, and and Magic, it was like we we probably are assuming that you might lose this series or something because you're going against a tougher a tougher team from a tougher conference. And he was like, Nah, I'm whooping these niggas' asses. <laughs> Facts. So, after the 82 finals where they win, the 83 season, they make it back to the finals and they lose to the Sixers. They don't just lose, they get swept by the Sixers. And then then you skip forward to the 84. I'm sorry, were you interrupting me, sir? Oh, no, I'm sorry. My bad. Keep on. You got it. Okay, thank you. So then you get to the 84 season. And they make it to the finals again to meet up with not the Sixers, but the Boston Celtics and Mr. Larry Bird. What happens, Russ? <laughs> Tell me. What Tell happens me. is Larry Bird uh, gives him a little ass spanking. Mm-hmm. As I say, no, I'm just fucking. Yeah. Uh, so, Larry Bird. Versus Magic Johnson won in the NBA, right? Yeah. Did um, Magic hadn't had MVPs at this point, right? Because I think Larry had already won an MVP at this point. Magic's first MVP was 87. Gotcha. That's crazy to think, because he won three MVPs, right? So his second half of his career is just so, so... I think that's what changes his whole like perspective. Like like how, how people how people view him viewed him as a player. 
because I, th- I like Russ said, I think at that at eight, by eighty five, people were thinking Larry Bird was better. Magic before Johnson just had a great team around him. So. Yeah, but I, it was, people were definitely not ready to say Magic was better than Larry at all. That's yeah. for sure. like I'm one hundred percent positive of that. Um, but in this series, Magic has some very infamous moments that we're going to look at right here. We're going to look at the tragic Johnson moments as you, as they become known around NBA circles. So, game tied in game two of the 84 finals. 113-113. Magic's got the ball right now. Eight seconds. Dribble. Six. Five. Four. Three, two. Kareem's just waiting there. Like, what's, what's up? What, why? What you? the clock out. Doesn't even give his team. I can't even see his number. There. I know it's not Kareem. Uh, doesn't even give his team a chance to shoot that ball. I don't think we're be. No, Woody wasn't there. Uh, but oh this, yeah, you're right. My this bad. Was my bad. All too. over the news because he completely dribbled the clock out. Um, but the game's still tied, so let's keep going. Dribbles the clock out. It's my man had a J.R. Smith moment. Literally, how people <laughs> you know how people think J.R. Smith is like a fucking idiot. Yeah. He literally had that same moment, but he's Magic Johnson. So like, it's totally it, it's just like horrible. At that point, like to have that kind of moment and that kind of situation happen, and being the star of the team or one of the stars of the team, like that shit, like fuck, I'm sure he was fucked up mentally <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's, that was the thing. Like, after this finals, um, he had to, he, like, got super focused. So, game two, overtime. Lakers up one right here. Here comes Magic. Dribbling. Shot. Clank Zillow. And mind you, that's not, a, that's not his shot at all. Like, those kind of shots are definitely not. Then, that's the ones they're giving him, for sure. In Magic's face. Bang, bang. This is great. My man is getting fucked Nobody up. Nobody touches Jordan. Subscribe. Subscribe to them. This is a great video. Subscribe. I was about to say, why did you randomly mention Michael Jordan? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. That makes way more sense. That's an awesome, <laughs> awesome YouTube name, man. I ain't mad. All right. So why is he posting up the three-point line? Hold on. He's definitely choking. I know he's Magic Johnson, but this is never a good look. At any era, like if you saw this in today's game, like if you saw LeBron, actually, you know what? Fuck it. The only time I've ever seen this work out is when LeBron did that against Washington and turned and fell out of bounds and banked it and in. So I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen it on other occasions, another great Laker, but whatever. We don't have to talk about him. It's fine. I mean, I mean, whatever. Let's, just not, let's talk about one of the greatest fadeaways in the world, but whatever. No, nah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> we don't got to talk about that, man. But, okay, I've Claps the coach's ass afterwards, says bye-bye, flies away. Another seven seconds. He's dribbling. Five. And he throws the ball away. Turnover. At home. Um, imagine having that big. Well, it's not even a rivalry at this point because really 
the li- what? Oh no no no! This uh, this is the very first. This, this is the very first finals. That they they no, with this Larry, the Celtics had never beaten or had never lost. Yes. So that yeah. just looks that just looks freaking disgusting. Having going through this whole like series of of events, and you, you just look like you choked so bad. Yeah. In twenty twenty, if he did this, it doesn't matter if he wins eleven titles after this. There will be memes and shit. From this forever, yeah, forever, the rest of time. Yeah, that is a fact. Because people still to this day don't, and I, I hate to, I bring up LeBron so much because they, their careers in that sense is so similar. Like just the, the, the Amana finals and shit. So, like, I, when I look at this situation, I think of LeBron's Dallas series, and then just the way he jumps back and like they have a very similar career in that sense so like the way pretty much magic's whole second half is just him trying to prove to people like, like bro i'm i'm that nigga and that's literally what lebron did too like it's literally a very similar career so so i just i just find that like i always think of lebron when i'm thinking about we're looking at these situations cause that's like, very funny you bring that up because that I, I totally see what you're saying it's one giant black mark on the career that leads to sheer dominance after this point because after this point uh the next three or four years magic uh is completely dominating right so this is the 1984 nba finals this is the 84 finals 85 86 so 85 he wins right 86 he, I'm just, let's look at the numbers because I know he doesn't make the finals every single year, but from a focus standpoint, the next stretch leads the league in assists twice, mm-hmm. um, gets two rings out of this, beats the Celtics twice. Yeah, he, and and if you wa- if you're watching those <clears throat> those um documentaries where they talk like the courtship of rivals. Rivalries, I mean rivals. Um, <clears throat> they talk about how pretty much Magic pretty much had that mindset for going forward, and he was like, right. he was not gonna let that shit happen again. Right. And that's how that's where great players are born. Shit like that when you when you come back from from shit that like like if you look at most of the greats, they had those downfalls like. They had those downfalls, and then they they come back and just do great shit afterwards, and it makes them better. If you are a sucky ass player, typically that shit ruins your whole career. <laughs> That's a fact. You know, it's a fact. If you're, if you're bad at the game, if you don't play basketball well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna hurt you when you embarrass yourself in front of the entire world. Yeah, exactly. Or at least at that point, all of America. I don't know if it was getting global. Was that um was that finals on tape delay? That game's that those that series that um nineteen. Uh, that's a good question. Maybe that. Oh, uh, I don't know about the first that one. That was one. That, by the way, in 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 the Larry documentary, I wanted to bring up that that play right there where, where he just makes magic look stupid on that jump shot. You want, me, you want me to run it back? Nah, you good. You good. It's fine. The, the, the fans will pay attention. Pay attention. Y'all can run it back. We don't got to run it back. They could run it back. We're running it back now. Right. Don't want to... He just made that hole. He's going to... He clanks the free throws. 
They call timeout, 123-123. And Magic, I think Larry was talking about this play and just saying, like, I knew I was going to I was gonna score on this play. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, like, I was listening to that. And then I see what happens. I'm like, I wonder, like, what he does and shit. And all I see is him just play Magic. And I'm like, yes. like, Magic went, like, the whole other way. And... <laughs> Like, right. my man, he, he got to his spot. He's like, oh, I know where I'm going. It's Look at this. Good. Oh, my like, God. My man's on the floor. Yeah, he like, broke Michael Cooper on the Yep, rock. right back. Look, he goes back. Oop, get position. Oop, fake. Body bag. Easy money. Easy money. Dog walk. And that's the type of shit he would do in 2020. But we'll talk about that. We were, no, we already talked about that. But you'll hear it in a few days or, or tomorrow or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out when it comes out. All right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't ascribe you... timelines. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but he looks so bad in these situations, though. Like, like, like he had a multiple multiple stretches of this series where he was just getting fucked up, and like that no, shit. So here's the other crazy thing. Here's the other... wait. Hold on. Before we watch these moments in Game Seven, this is the end of Game Seven. Yeah. Uh, Tragic Johnson. We saw we see him fuck up astronomically, right? A few times, cost several, cost two to three games. They could have won the series. They probably should have won this series. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that. I agree because I was I was talking, and we're gonna talk about the other years later. But when you're looking at this rivalry, well, this Boston Laker rivalry, really, Boston won one out of the three games, and. It was a seven. It was it was in the seven. It was a seven game series. The only series they did win, which is a which is always a toss em up game, and anyone could win that that series at that point. So pretty much the Lakers were just better than them throughout that decade, like easily. They went That's- to more fi- They went to more finals. They went. They pretty much were better than them throughout those playoff um, the the series that they did play, and Boston only got one game. I mean, one series. And um, that's why I feel like nobody cares about the uh, shitty Western Conference because of exactly what you just said. Yeah. And we, I, yeah, but it does have to be mentioned. That's the only thing is it has to be mentioned. But then when you say shit like that, that's what changes everything. It's like, it, it doesn't so matter at that point. One way, completely misses. Just fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. These are just no bad. Bad shots, bad plays by Magic. It's crazy. It's crazy to look at his like him play and think that he had horrible game, a horrible game like this when he he never at this point he didn't seem like he he would do something like that. Like that would never happen. So much yeah. coronavirus. So much coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> so think about his his first his first NBA Finals. We talked about how he just dominated that that game, and he yeah. just he, he he there was there's no reason they should have won that series, and he made it happen. And then to look at this finals, what four years later, and to think that he was the main reason they probably lost, <laughs> like he wasn't him. If he was if he was normal Magic Johnson, he, they would have easily won that series, probably in six again. All right, so from 1984. We see Magic completely enter a different zone mentally, right? 
He goes into 85 uh, looking for, as we see here on your screen, redemption. And they make the 1985 finals, and they get an opportunity to seek that redemption versus Larry Bird, who is trying to be the first team to repeat. And it is since the Celtics, I think. I think they were the last team to repeat. And that happened. It hasn't happened happen. in, in 88. It hasn't happened in 20 years. No, yeah. I think it's the last team since the Celtics to repeat at that time. Um, yeah. Since the, the Bill Russell Celtics. So, yeah. um, That's magic. Really, this is the main thing I wanted to talk about from this series. And we'll come back to the YouTube video. But uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about from this series was the impact of Mr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <clears throat> and why he got finals MVP. Every, Johnson. Every, everyone um, at that point was starting to think Kareem was getting old and um, he just didn't have anything in him anymore. And um, I think he had a, a first... The first game he played horribly, didn't he? And yes. then first. and then he just has a complete turnaround and it's like he just got rejuvenated somehow. That the first game's the Boston Massacre. Steroids. As we <laughs> just Steroids and a good marijuana. And he was just like walling. <laughs> it seems like way too much of an intellectual to I just can't I couldn't imagine. But that was the Boston <laughs> Master game. And then Kareem uh, had 30, because I know he's one of these guys with 30. He had 30 mm-hmm. points, 17 rebounds in the game two to win. And then the Lakers dominated. But here's what I wanted to bring up instead of going through all the games like that. 25-9 and five assists from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right? Yeah. With a steal and one and a half blocks. Magic Johnson, 18 points, almost seven rebounds, 14 assists a game with two steals. That's that's insane. Those just those two alone, those two stat lines alone is pretty pretty dope. I want both your opinions. Who do who would you give the MVP to based on the numbers you're seeing in front of you? I just want your opinion because I, because I, I, my whole thing is context. Context matters a lot wow. in these situations. Oh. And, and, and I think, I think Kareem, Kareem played like shit in the, in that first game, they got smoked. And a lot of people felt like it was going to be just Boston was going to dominate again. And Lakers, because everyone, because at the time everyone was saying the Lakers, the Lakers want their revenge. The Lakers are coming back for Boston. They they want to face Boston. They finally get Boston. Very first game, they get fucked up, like just completely dismantled. And then you got everyone talking shit about Kareem, saying this man ain't shit anymore. And then he comes back and just pretty much. So like, mind you, he had what? What did he have in the first game? Do we know? Do we know that? Uh, who? Kareem. Kareem. Drum roll. 
<laughs> so he had 12 points. So he averaged 20, 26-9-5. And he had this game included in that. So that means he just fucked them up for the rest of the series. And I think it, it, was, the, it was what turned the series around and pretty much gave the Lakers life. And I think that matters in the context. Because stats could be nice. Because it's just like when you look at... um. When I talk when I talk shit about Kobe and Shaq, and I say, "Well, Kobe was putting up numbers too, but Shaq's numbers were the reason they won." You know what I mean? Like that was like the core. Like without Shaq's, without Shaq, it probably wouldn't have been like as dominant and as as great. So, so I think that matters in this context behind the numbers because numbers are nice, but you just you got to know what happened and and how it's like how much did Kareem sway the series and. How much power he had in that? Who are their matchups in the series? I mean, Kareem's going up against Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale, right? Mm-hmm. And Harry had, Bird had, Mel. McHale had twenty six and ten, and Parrish I don't had, think Larry. I don't think Larry was really guarding Magic like that. I mean, they definitely had their moments where they guarded each other, though. Like we've yeah. seen, we've already seen it in the. Dennis Johnson was the other one, probably. But, I mean, to me, <clears throat> I think Magic kind of got screwed a little bit out of the finals MVP here. I think he's clearly the better player at the time, and I think he's clearly the leader of the team at the time, too. Like, it was a peaceful transition of power between Magic and Kareem for who the best player on the team was. And I think so, at this point, he had it. So, for his first finals, you, you did you feel like Magic screwed Kareem out of a finals MVP? Uh, a little bit. You see, I, for me... He had 33 for, and whatever with four and a half blocks a game. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's great. Like, stats are nice, but you got... you ha- Like, the, re- the reason Magic won finals MVP is literally Kareem would have even had the chance to win finals MVP if Magic didn't do what he did. And in this case, I think that a lot of people were thinking, they wouldn't have won the series without Kareem walling out. And, I mean, game one kind of proved that. Oh, shit. They did have James Worthy at this time. Uh, yeah, he was averaging 24. Look, So, look, you had, you, had, you had James Worthy averaging 24 in this series. And so he had the other, the other offensive guy. And how did James Worthy – I think in that first game, James Worthy had like 26 or something like that. So it's not like he was not playing good in that first game and they still got smoked. Kareem had 12 points, and people felt like he was he was an old shitbag, pretty much. <laughs> I like, think, that's literally... <laughs> I think that Kareem doesn't get to that spot to do the things that he got to do without Magic getting him there all season. Like, Magic this Magic Johnson in this this year, I think he averaged, like, 13 assists, something like that. We'll, we'll look it up real quick. But, uh... 1995 so a lot a lot of the times uh, people were saying that Kareem was starting to um kind of do the LeBron where he was like saving himself for the playoffs and stuff. Pick a and, season um, 18 and 12 and then he stepped it up and this he, uh, yeah, he's 18 and 12, right? And then when you go back, 80, this is 85. So he's eight, yeah, eight, he's still 18 and like 13. That's what I'm saying. So much, you pick like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, same shit. He pretty much did that throughout his whole career, for the most part. Um, and then in this series, he increases that, right? 
He's getting these guys the ball. Like Kareem is catching it right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's close enough. Like he's not, he's not making and creating his own shot, especially not if Magic's able to average 14 assists on the thing. And same thing for James Worthy. James Worthy's getting dunks on fast break. But did, did Kareem ever really create his own shot like that? Like he was always doing sky hooks and like he wasn't really like a, a, ball, a dribbler trying to get to the basket or trying to do his, his own yeah, thing. He, he was never, always he getting set up. A, he never won a championship without a great point guard. That's fine. A lot of centers haven't won championship without great guards. I know. But my, <laughs> that, what I'm saying is I think because – you know the, how the way assist, an assist works. You get the ball, you put it in, that guy gets the assist. If you hold the ball and you're creating your own shit in the post – Magic's not getting the credit for the assists. But so Kareem that year, he averaged yeah, he was he he was definitely starting to diminish that year. He he was averaging twenty two, eight and four in the playoffs. So it's not like he was dominating. He was definitely not he Magic was probably looked at as a better player at that point. <clears throat> but the whole thing is when you are great and you can you can my bring out that greatness at the big moments like that shit matters and especially when they felt like he needed it everyone like we weren't there at that time we it was literally we were what seven years in my dad's pubes so <laughs> so so i wasn't there at the time to go through all the scenarios but i'm sure that everyone felt like kareem they, they wouldn't have won that series without kareem and that's what that's what made it a thing and 23 over 20 points a game, literally until you're 38 years old. That's crazy. He was a walking bucket. It's a different story for a different day. But Okay, so after the 85 season where they won the finals, we then get to the 86 season, and they go to the playoffs again, but they do not make it to the finals to see Mr. Larry Bird and the Boston Celtics. They lose in the Western Conference Finals to the Houston Rockets. So I wanted to talk about this particular play because I think it's crazy. This shot screwed us all out of the greatest finals matchup of all time. And the reason why I say it's the greatest finals matchup of all time is even though we got the Lakers Celtics in the following year, Mikhail had a broken foot. Larry's back was another year of being injured. Mm-hmm. Like even though he like the numbers will show that it probably was business as usual, but um they were just different guys in 87. They weren't the same guys they were in 88. And neither was Bill Walton, for that matter, either. Who won six man of the year in 86. And um, was a big reason why that 86 team was considered the best ever. So I wanted to show you this. Because every time I see this play, well, the first time I saw it, I was like, this is great. So we're going to watch the last, well, last 30-some-odd seconds of this game. My man missed the open layup, though. <laughs> <laughs> um. But this is game. This is the closeout game of the 1986 Western Conference Finals. Uh, Akeem Olajuwon's sophomore season, and Ralph Sampson was. They were the Twin Towers, and oh, big shot! But uh, I think it's crazy that Sampson uh, gets the ball with like almost no time left on the clock, right? Kareem's got it. There's your shot, Byron Scott. 
misses it, right? So they're coming back down. One second left. One second left. Watch this. One second left. Ding. And then that sends them to the finals. That That's shot. They go right to the finals from there. That man didn't even look like he was that sad. He should he should be fucking euthanized for that. Like that's crazy. You saw he was partially smiling on the floor. Like damn, I can't believe that happened. Bitch ass motherfucker. I think it's just complete disbelief. It's just complete another disbelief. My man, imagine say, "Yeah, I want some lucky shit." Fuck y'all. <laughs> they but <laughs> oh, that shot. <clears throat> Akeem Olajuwon beats beats. Magic Johnson, a prime Magic Johnson. Yeah. And that gets to go on Akeem Olajuwon's resume. And we, do you guys feel like we got screwed out of the biggest and the, what could have been the best finals ever? Kind of, but I feel like Boston would have probably won that pretty handily. Like they, they were really good that year. Like that was, I mean, I don't know if because it was the Lakers, they would have been playing differently. Like, and you know, like, because matchups kind of change things. But um, with that ball movement and stuff, like, that's just that's just hard to stop. And I just can't imagine. I feel like I just feel like it, it would have been tough for the Lakers to win anyways. But especially if you just lost to that Rockets team. Like, so, at the end of the day, you were down. You know, you were down. Um, Three, three, two, at that point. So, you had to have not been as good throughout the series. That's just because you lose off some some shot like that doesn't mean like you still lost the whole series. Like that matters. The other five games matter. So it could have been a great. It could have been a great a great series, but. So these are the Celtics and Lakers on on the season. I just took those two teams. Yeah. Um, Lakers were the lead leaguer, lead leaders in points per game. Uh, Celtics were eight. Uh, assists. Wow, they were super close. Like we're close. It's all real, real close. That's crazy. Celtics. Oh, good. It keeps the ranks for where they were in the league. Even though I just picked the two teams. What happened? What happened at the like, did, was there some type of entry with the Lakers? Or, like, what kind of got oh, them to that, that point? It was that fucking shot that I just showed you. Put yeah, I know I know that, but, I mean, they still were down in the series. to lo- Like, it wasn't like it was game seven. You know, it was game six. I so mean, it was like, check, you want to check the stats? Let's check it. So, they they lost in five. Was that five? I thought, I thought it was a six-game series. So that even makes it even to me that makes it even worse. Like I don't feel like you can. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a fire. Yeah, so they were down three one in the series. Like there's, I don't think it was. I don't think you can look at that that shot and say, oh, this screwed us out of. Because he, they still would even if they won that game, they still had to win two more. Like you hadn't seen that. Only what like three teams in NBA history have done that. Three or four teams. In NBA history, have ever came back from three one, so it was asked. It would have been asking for a lot, anyways. Dude, 31, 11, and two steals at, with four blocks at age twenty three years old from Akeem Olajuwon. What, 
what was what was um Kareem at? Was Kareem I, I, Kareem was there at that time? Huh? I love Kareem so much. Uh, yeah, Kareem was there. Was he? He was. Well, Kareem 27. was Kareem. Twenty-seven. Seven. Okay. Two blocks. Magic. Right. Well, Twenty-two and sixteen. I mean, Elijah one still outplayed him, but I mean, it's also like a thirty-eight-year-old Kareem. So, hey, Kareem, but Ralph Sampson, I think, is guarding Kareem for the most part in that series because Ralph Sampson's bigger than Hakeem, obviously. Oh, okay. Um, Ralph Sampson's seven-four, and plus, yeah, he's a big motherfucker. And when he was in mm-hmm. college, people thought he was going to be like God's gift to basketball. It was crazy. Um, and I didn't even know who the fuck he was. So. <laughs> it's because he was like so much. When he got, it's because he he didn't have that many. He had like a Bill Walton style career in the sense that it was really really good for a very very short period of time, and then once his athleticism and his body fell apart, obviously that's it. But Quinn <laughs> Towers did damage against uh, the Showtime Lakers and caused yeah. the finals. Um, because the Rockets didn't put much of a fight up, as we talked about mm-hmm. in the Larry Bird legacy breakdown in our archives. Uh, they didn't put up a fight against them at all, and <clears throat> everybody expected and wanted Lakers Celtics. And I think with the, with that rivalry, it would have been a hell of a series. It would have definitely been a good series. I just think Celtics would have probably won it. Like, that was just a great Celtics. I just think it would have been closer than you think. Like, I, I think the numbers from the season suggest that uh, the Lakers team might have even been even better at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean a lot of teams, they a lot of teams, yeah. Who, oh, the Celtics? Celtics? Yeah, the Celtics yeah. would have just, yeah, they would have just lost that last finals so, to the Lakers. So they would have wanted their revenge, too. And um, I just think a lot of the times teams start to figure it out during the playoffs too. Like, and I'm sure that it seemed like the Celtics team was just, they had it figured out for the whole season anyways. But um, I think you just become better and better throughout the playoffs. And they just showed it throughout that playoff run. And I mean, for the Lakers to go down 3-1, that shows that they lost some type of mental edge in, in you know, like in during that process. So I, I just, I just think what happened happened, and it would have happened anyways. That's the that's the beauty about, huh? I think it just could have also been a bad matchup for the Lakers against the Rockets with the size that they had with a really old Kareem. I can see that. Still put up twenty seven. So yeah, I know, but like still, and then if you he put up twenty seven, but defensively, the two big guys did everything for the Rockets. So even if he put up the offensive numbers, his defense dude was probably down. So all I'm saying is that if for some reason the Lakers move past the Rockets and won against the Celtics in the finals, I think it wouldn't be a four two series. I think it would have gone to seven games. Yeah, I think Celtics would still win. And this and this is and this is where I feel like having a jump shot matters. <laughs> because a lot of those issues that that the Rockets were probably giving them was because they didn't have much shooters around them, and most of their points are coming from around probably ten feet from the basket. And I think if he, if Magic Johnson was Larry Bird in that series, 
they would have probably won because you have someone who's stretching the floor, bringing out those bigs, fucking up the the matchups. Like that shit matters a lot, and we'll probably talk about it more in Magic Johnson's hypotheticals. <laughs> Just gotta plug that shit really quick. <laughs> yeah, quick plug, shameless. <laughs> 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 my head just exploded <laughs> so after the loss in the western conference finals to the rockets and missing out on going up against larry bird again in 1986 we get to the 87 season and the lakers make it to the finals again to go up against the celtics one of the biggest questions i have about this year is out of because Magic Johnson has been great pretty much his whole career, but do you think this is his greatest season ever? This year he he won MVP, Finals MVP, a championship, and he was averaging 24, 12, and 6. Like that is pretty insane. What did he do in the finals? What were his finals numbers? The final stats numbers. His his finals, he um, yo, he had a he had a twenty two point twenty assist game in game two of that finals. That's that's fucking insane, <laughs> and that to show off like that in the NBA finals, that's dope. Uh, All right, so I, l- let me tell you his stats though, like can, um, what he averaged. Can I share a thought with you? Yeah, I think that the bias that's put on scoring. Is a, is complete horseshit. Because look at all look at all the other times now that I've said I think Magic was probably uh, superior statistically and and by the numbers should have gotten the, the Finals MVP. And the, here we are. We know he got the Finals MVP in this, and I see his point total is something like seven or eight points higher than what it usually is. The, this year. The rebounds are the same. The steals are the same. The field goal percentage is the same. It's literally all the same. But my whole thing is that means th- that's a whole another level of of dominance at that point. So, and I, I'll I'll give you an example, but yeah. um, just a little bit of like backstory about that. So, going into the '88, um, the '87 season, I'm pretty sure Pat Riley spoke to Magic separately and said that they're going to want him to to work on his scoring more or, or be more of a, a um, attacker. Um, and he, I, one of the funny quotes he says was, did you speak to Kareem about that? <laughs> Cause yeah. it was, it was pretty much like, he knows that that was his, like his job pretty much. And, um, and he completely took that on. And for a whole season, he, he averaged 24 and 12. Not a lot of people have done that in their career. So, now my my thing is when we start um I'm sure what's the list of guys I'm sure the numbers really low keep talking but I'm pretty sure the yeah. list is very small of guys who have done that for oh, a complete just season. 12 assists you yeah, know what like I mean? I'm sure that's like Oscar Robinson ter- territory when we're talking about like those crazy numbers like that cuz that's not that's definitely not normal so my whole thing is when you go from averaging 18 and 12, that's like you're looking at a – and I'm not saying – because Magic is significantly better than this. 
because of all the other stuff that he can do too um, with the rebounding. But like, I'm just talking about from the perspective of trying to c- compare players. You look at that 24 and 12 year, and then he's off also was averaging pretty much. He averaged through that playoff 20, 22 and 12. When you're talking about a scorer who can pass like that, that's just a dominating player. And we were we were talking about this off mic, but um, we I compared it to LeBron James' season this year, and LeBron's averaging 25 and 11, no, 26 and 11 with eight rebounds, and everyone's thinking LeBron is the best player in the league right now. So, like, that kind of dominance versus if you're averaging 18 and 12, you looked at more of a Chris Paul kind of guy, and it's not it's not as great. But Magic, obviously, is significantly better than that. But I'm just saying the difference in those points that you can get and keeping those assists and still be, being able to facilitate and get your own shit, it makes you impossible to guard. Because if, you if you're getting all of these points, everyone has to worry about you, and they're, they're going to have to start double-teaming. And that's when Magic is probably at his best because you're able to facilitate so easily after that because you're drawing two, Magic's always going to get the, 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 uh, make the right play and get the, guy, get the open shot. So is, if Magic is averaging six to seven more points um, because, of, because he's more aggressive, it, it, it's just a hard now you don't, now you don't know what to do. Now you have to scheme differently. Like before, you were guarding Magic more to worry about the pass, so you're not really double teaming him as much. He's maybe getting easier layups and stuff, but they're okay with that because they want they rather him score than pass. But then now that he's able to pa- score whenever he wants, and then just get the ball to anyone he wants is and look. You got a little ma- look. Look at you. Look at you, Magic. <laughs> shoot a little bit. Look at you. But what do you think? You 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 think that the scoring part is overrated? Because I think that I think that changes his whole. If he was able to do that, his whole career, he probably he probably would have won more. Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, you think? Actually, wait. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm happy that he was so unselfish. Oh no! Yeah. And that I'm made that, that made it I'm happy that he wasn't always that dominant scorer uh, to begin yeah. because he I don't, I just think it it made his whole career arc better like him having to grow through it more because then by this time yeah. he's fucking ready mm-hmm. he's like yeah. like um it, it was like such a well done full grooming for Magic right yeah. Like, because this guy that we're watching right here is totally different than the guy from the rookie year. Like, playing mm-hmm. a completely different play style, as you were talking about. Like, yeah. And you can see it as you're watching. Yeah. You, it's so difficult to guard. It's so difficult to stop. Like, for a coach to have to game plan against, that's why it's so hard to stop LeBron. Because it's like, like, like in, in 2015, when LeBron was by himself pretty much, Steve Kerr literally said, let him score as much as he wants. We don't want him to, to pass. So we're going to leave him on one-on-ones, and we're going to try to figure out how to win the game that way. With Magic, is a similar situation where you have to, you have to give him one or the other because and you, what you're going to try to give him is the scoring to make it easier. But Magic was just so good at getting everyone involved and just creating, starting that fast break. It's just 
it's just very hard to stop. Like, <laughs> you can't expect a, a coach to game plan against that against that one person, especially when you have other great players around them. It's just impossible. True. How is this? Um, I was just watching him. I was just watching him be hobbled. I was like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> Seems fine. Seems seems perfectly fine. Hey, my man, shooting the three. Hey, much, much to what? That was exactly to your point. And then, like, did you see that they played him on the pass there, and so he got an open ass three. Like that shit. That's why it becomes very difficult to stop him because now you're like, I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. Like, I'm. Is he gonna score? Is he gonna shoot? Uh, I mean, is he gonna? I mean, is he gonna score? Is he gonna pass? Like, you can't know what to do. So in those situations, he get, he's always going to get the best shot available. Either with him or his teammates. And I think, I think that's what made Larry, that's what, him, that's what made Larry seem like he was better than him for that five year span. Or that's a five to six year span. We're, about, we're about to get to one of the most famous plays in the history of basketball. Yes, I love this. It's one of my favorite clips ever. Um, seven seconds left, right? I know this is one of your favorite moments because we're going to talk about Kareem and how open he was. <laughs> but here we go. Right now, remind, mind you, when we pause this right here. So, Kevin McHale, right here. This man, this white guy right here, that left foot, the inside foot that he's planting on to try and jump is broken right down the middle. Like this is my foot right down the middle. Right, right fucking here. Here's my foot. <laughs> broken right in the middle. Uh, if you try and jump on a broken foot, you're not going to get the lift that you want out of that shot or out of that block, jump shot, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, it's going to be very difficult to maintain, to like, do anything. You're not going to, you're not going to get, you're not going to get any kind of um, peak jump. So, that's who switches on to Magic Johnson. So, with that in mind, and I don't know if Magic knows that at the time, but I mean, you gotta know to some extent, like obviously he's playing hurt. You gotta know. Like as yeah. an athlete, and especially being mad, I, I would assume that he's got some inkling that Mikhail's not a thousand percent. But Mikhail's uh, also sure not is. that super athletic though. Like I don't know how how he's he wasn't gonna be quick enough to like I don't know how like sure sure like you can say that after the fact. But I mean, I just think this play no matter what, you're gonna win look you have three seconds on the clock. Magic, and this that's the biggest thing to me. Magic goes nut in this play, and it's because he has that that mentality that he's gonna score and he's gonna and he's gonna make the what he thought was the right play, but I'm sure he saw Kareem and he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm getting this moment and I'm I'm solidifying my, my career. So especially against the fucking Celtics, he was like, fuck all that. I'm gonna dog walk these motherfuckers and I want I want all the credit. But that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Being having that scoring mentality gets you that. Like if Magic really wanted to, he would have had Kareem had an open give. He would have given Kareem an open dunk because of that. 
mentality there. And I feel like that's what that's what is the difference with him scoring six six to seven more points is that right there. Like he he would in the first in the first finals where he um, dribbles out the clock, he was not thinking score first, and he li- literally says it in the documentary. He says that he says, "I'm not making the same mistake twice." And he was like, "I'm shooting this ball," and the first time he loses, the second time he wins because of because of that thought process. And I think that makes you a greater player is when you can when you can have that scoring ability, but then still be the greatest passer ever. I can't believe how open Kareem is now that I have this pause. <laughs> I've seen this so many times because I used to argue it all the time because I'm a huge Kobe fan. I don't know if anyone's noticed yet, but <laughs> but, but freaking. I, I would always talk shit about how Magic was also a nut and everyone, but I was just being ignorant. I was a young kid, but I was like, this man is a nut. The biggest shot of his career was a fucking the nuttiest shot in the world because he had an open ass, the, the greatest um, center in the world, wide open, and he didn't pass him the ball. Because Kobe would have passed the ball there, just so y'all know. <laughs> ah! MJ literally did pass the ball in that situation. <laughs> Oh, yeah, see? You remember, I, I, we're, when we do MJ's, I'll, show, I'll, I'll, I'll pull the whole game thing out, but he did the double nickel. In the double nickel game, when he's got 55 points to win yeah. the game, he does a turnaround fade, and then when he's in the middle of the shot, he passed it right down to the, yeah. I think it's uh, still Bill Lund or something, something like that. Uh, but I just think, uh, unbelievable. And that changed the whole series. That flipped it. That made the whole series... Completely different. Yeah. You, you want to know what, what's really interesting to me with Magic is everyone talks about how great he was, and I agree he's one of the greatest players ever, but he was not a good defender at all. Like, he literally was the epitome of he played one side of the ball. Yeah. Like, he tried, but, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't, a, really, he wasn't a good defender at all. And like, you could see it throughout his career. He didn't win he wasn't on any defensive, all defensive teams in his whole career. And I think, I think that just gets lost in the sauce with everything else that he does. Because that shit always matters to everybody, with every other player we talk about. Look, let's listen to this. This is minutes after the, this is minutes after. I want to see, I want to see what he says. I'm curious. Out of it. Well, of course, you know, you get down because they're up 15, but that's the mark of this team all season. We've been coming back. We didn't get down on ourselves. We just had to get tougher on defense, and then we started finally hitting some shots on offense. I think it was a conscious decision on their part to get more physical with you guys. Well, you know, it was a conscious effort on our part, too. I thought that uh, we came out maybe over-aggressive. We were missing easy layups, easy shots because we were so up. So we had to calm ourselves down get back into our game. And we finally did that. Finally, in the, like, the latter part of the third on into the fourth quarter. But you got to give us credit. We played great defense, and we really boxed out. You're in need, Magic. They're very tender. They have given you problems before. How does it feel now in preparation for Thursday night? Well, it's, it's still sore, sore. But, you know, um, we came and hit me on the side of my knees. And, uh, but it's all right. Sports is so different than it is now. How is not how is James Brown not aware of what just like and for that matter like you and I are talking about this and this is known as the famous hook shot the junior yeah. shot 
And this brother's just talking like it's business as usual. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was expecting to hear him be like, I can't, you know, it was an incredible shot. I knew Kareem was wide open, but don't do it. <laughs> like, that's how someone would answer it today. Or, you know, yeah. like, just a little bit like, this yeah, guy, was like, fuck that, you know, I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. It's <laughs> a heart attack. And this yeah, is yeah. like the Kobe, this is like the Kobe logic. Job finished. Job not yeah. finished. No. Yep. That's it. All the shits. That's why you gotta respect magic. That shit is so interesting. I just think that's that was interesting. That was really interesting. I haven't heard a lot of these like post games because you usually I don't know usually don't get them. Yeah. Shout out to I'm pretty sure this is House of Pilots for this one. Shout out to House of Pilots for coming up with quality quality content. Uh, but I just it's think that's so. You- I think that I think that question gets answered differently in 2020, but. That's for sure, I and that. any I think, I think, because at that point, they're famous, but they're not like. It's not that crazy yet. Like, isn't because it, it was it was once that dream team happened that everything started like. To well, that's when it happened internationally. But I mean, the ratings were changing by this time. By eighty seven, the rating. I mean. That that microphone is a CBS microphone. Like they're they're over at this point. It's not on tape play anymore. Oh yeah, well I know that, but I meant like I just felt I just felt like it wasn't. Now it's just so it's such a huge like NBA is arguably the top sport right now. Like or like or top three easily. And before they were probably still on the back burner to NFL and probably soccer and all that other shit. Like I don't think I think. That the the egos of these players aren't that crazy yet, because like, do you think Magic Johnson? Ah, uh, maybe he is. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> he's probably like, yeah, I'm still that nigga. At this point, he's like <laughs> fucking mad hoes, and he <laughs> he's getting mad hoes. He's getting HIV. He's doing all that shit. Oh, in and, eighty yeah. in eighty seven, this is like I'm going to the mansion every weekend oh. in the summer. We were in this chip. I'm going, I'm getting all the topless women. You know the I mean? crazy, yeah, the craziest thing was I was hearing him have an interview and talk about the, 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 I know this is like off topic, but it's still about uh-huh. his career, so it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was having an interview talking about um, like the things that he's done wrong, like in his like whatever the hell. And yeah. he was like, yeah, you know, there's times that I'll just have six women at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "You know, that was their fantasy." And the lady interviewing him said, "You sure that wasn't just your fantasy?" He was like, "Yeah, a little bit of mine too." But like, I was just like, "Man, <laughs> like you're saying this on live TV. Like this is crazy. Yeah, like they were. It was different back then for sure. The 80s was the, the 70s and the 80s were. So I've heard were uh, yeah. wild and crazy times. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even thought of yet. So." Los Angeles Lakers were trying to accomplish something that had not been done in the NBA for 20 years, went back-to-back championships. This has not been done since the Celtics, because this is 1988, 1968, and 1969, when Bill Russell uh, was the player coach and led his team to -to back-to-back championships. That's the last time it had happened. Um, The the Pistons had the series lead 3-2, and... The Lakers won game six, and this game seven came down to the absolute wire. Um, these guys, 
this, the bad boys were in full form at this point. Like they hadn't won any championships, but the bad, like the reputation was there. Like yeah. Lampier had already gotten into fights with the Celtics and pretty much everybody else. And okay. uh, Isaiah and Magic were like best friends at this point. Um, this was like a really big deal. And they got to game seven. And yeah, this is it. Now they're showing the last time it had ever happened. What was Bill Russell's last? Uh, yeah, gotcha. Crazy. So, uh, and just think so, it's crazy how how good Magic was against all different types of teams. Yeah, he. I mean, when you go to the finals nine times, you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of are going to see a variety of teams unless you, especially because a lot of people make it seem like the, the 80s was just the Celtics and the Lakers, but they were, I mean, Philly was there. Like We, we went through all of them. Like Philly was there, freaking um, Detroit. You, you, had, you had good teams that they, they were facing for sure. It's not like, it was just so much championships between those two teams that it makes it seem like there was, it was just them, them two. One thing I want to mention is, so were they making a big deal about uh, um, Isaiah and, and, and Magic like kissing each other and shit beforehand and like oh yeah they were best yeah, friends they were that was the whole thing yeah so so like because in today because in today's era they make it seem like um, and I know this is a little off topic but it's kind of relevant to that series so um, they make it seem like it's such a big deal that players are are friendly now when these two motherfuckers were kissing each other before games and then going at it like to pretty much ready to kill each other during the yeah. game. Like well, they got yeah. they got into like 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 not fights but like little situations throughout the games. I remember I would uh, I saw a bunch of clips on it. You got to remember that they're they're playing every day in the summer like mm-hmm. it's like him uh, it's like Magic, Isaiah, Mark Aguirre, and, and uh, a couple of uh, – George Gervin was in there once in a while, too. Uh, all the guys from Michigan. Uh, yeah. It was like a Michigan thing. So Magic and Isaiah knew each other real well. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't really – I can't imagine Magic guarding somebody that small consistently, like, all the time. Yeah, and I'm sure, and Isaiah was pretty quick too. So it's like Isaiah's the one of the best a, ball. Isaiah might be the best ball handler of all time. Yeah, and what I think. But go ahead, go. What were you saying? No, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, and I know a lot of people probably think that it's crazy because you see like players like Kyrie and all this other bullshit. But it's different when you're dribbling all around just to fucking dick around and 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 look look all fancy, and it's different. To like cross someone up and actually score, and Isaiah did that consistently throughout his career. Yeah, he, all the he, oh, it was, and it was never any of this this diddly daddling with the ball, trying to make it look all pretty and shit. He got he got by you and scored and made it easy, and he was easily one of the best dribblers of all time. So I'm gonna ask this question for what feels like the fifth fucking time in this segment or in this legacy breakdown. Why? Who's making this ruling for Files MVP? Why does James Worthy get this? See how? <laughs> Why is James Worthy the Finals MVP? He shot 
he scored 0.9 more points per game, right? Yeah. Shot less, a, a shittier field goal percentage, right? Took more shots, sure, but not that many to, like, be blown away. Yeah. Magic, uh, 21 and 13 with two steals. Like, if he, and in, and in game seven, like, what, what more does this guy have to do? That's so what you're, saying, you're saying you think Magic should have had two more? I, yeah. But he could have, and he, but he could have had one less. So pretty much he got screwed out of one. We think that's one way of looking at it. I think he, I don't know. If we run it back, we'll probably, I'm going to count it out when we do the hypotheticals. Yeah. Um, for the ones that I think he deserves and the ones that I think he gets. But I feel like I've asked that question four or five times now. Yeah. Like, I mean, he does, he just, he's literally, it's hard to not give it to the player. That's literally the reason the team is there. <laughs> like, 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 it's just like, it's as weird as if you had like a Le- LeBron or Kobe when they were like clearly the ones running the team. And then, like you just randomly give it to like Sasha Vujicic or some shit like that. That's pretty much what you're doing. Like you give it to the third guy just because what well, he had a good game, a good. Oh, I thought he made that. Yo, you're supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, he made that. Like, time out. <laughs> we need to discuss this now. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but that. Yeah, I, I I understand where you're coming from for sure. With with the Kareem thing, I do feel like he. Like, did you like see the how context Byron, of it? Did you, you see how Byron Scott just got that dunk a second ago? Yeah. That's the offense. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, it doesn't happen it, without magic. And it's not like um, James Worthy was just over there creating all his fucking shots. Like, it was easily magic running running down, giving him easy-ass dunks and shit. And that's why he shot so bad, because when he tried to create his own shot, he couldn't do it. No. Because he had to go up against, like, Rodman. Yeah, and yeah, uh, maybe it was because he was like the X factor. He did he have a huge game seven? Because I could see something like that where, where if he had like a crazy game seven, he could probably. It, it could be, if I may interject, kind of like a a modern oh, day yeah, Andre Iguodala, like Finals MVP. He wasn't like mm-hmm. the greatest scorer on that team. He didn't score all of the points. He didn't really run the team, but he got the finals MVP that season, that, that year that they won. Yeah, yeah, but he did because he guarded LeBron James. There's no LeBron James on the Pistons. He, and so, yeah, but so what was James Worthy's intangible, like, intangible there that made him get the finals MVP? What don't we know? We don't. That's my whole point. Well, he had a huge game. He, he had, had a huge game, game seven. seven. And, like, a lot of people said, like, is, 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 that's similar to, like, Draymond. Because Draymond would have probably won finals mvp in 2016 if he would have if they would have um won that series that the series because draymond had a trip literally this almost the same exact game that james Worthy did but they lost everyone was saying that they were gonna they think that draymond was about to win that so i could see it being since it was such a toss-up and him being having the the biggest game at the biggest moment that they'll give it to him yeah Cause you gotta like when you look at it. Cause this is twenty twenty hindsight. This is this is thirty years. What? Yeah, thirty years ago. So like we're looking at it just from numbers perspectives, and that's why 
like I feel like you always got to add context into the games because you look at this and at the time you're probably like, yeah, he has to get it because they were so dead even. They were, it was a seven game series and this guy just wild out. Like I could see that happening, especially being there at that time. And this was a very, this was a really close game. Like this comes yeah. down to the yeah, it was a three, yeah, it was a three. And yeah, I mean, he did have a huge triple double in game seven, but I, I just, I, a lot of times I get confused with the finals MVP award because a, it's a small sample size. B, it's, uh, I just a lot of times the right guy I feel like doesn't get it, or like they get it for like one game that they had, and not like. Mm-hmm. The whole, se- yeah. like, not the entirety of the series. Yeah, like I, I feel, I feel like the finals MVPs are slightly over it. Like I feel like people look at them as they're bigger than an MVP. We're starting to look at them too much because of how much we have valued the championship over the last ten years. At least, like within like sports media and basketball, yeah. like yeah. we we completely. Hype up the championship, the championship, the championship. You got to have the championship. LeBron doesn't have enough championship, shit like that. And like, uh, I but I agree with that though. I feel like the championship should be hyped up because that's that's what you're playing for. But that's why the Finals MVP is getting hyped up because you're the best player in the championship. That's the idea. Yeah. Then that to me is more so the whole the whole the whole um the whole path to it, like. If you go, if you get into the championship and you fit and you you're beating the best teams, to me that is what makes championships so so valuable. But when we get to the finals MVPs, I start to look at them as so because like to say, like I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of a good example of like a player who's won m- multiple finals MVPs or something. To me, but like multiple is harder. It's actually harder than you think to find a bad multiple-time Finals MVP. It usually doesn't happen. Yeah. If they have and more I, than one, they usually earn. They're usually like a good player. Like you feel. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. But, I, I, I was just I was just trying to like compare one that like is a good player, but he's not better than this player that has. The, but I think only two I think we we all we all feel like most of the time during this era of basketball the best teams made the finals. Outside mm-hmm. of a few exceptions, the best team yeah. in each conference made the finals nine times out of ten. So, like, the finals MVP matters more if you feel like the best is playing the best. Yeah, yeah. No, and, for sure. And especially at this point, you were easily – because you were always getting the best out of the West because pretty much the Lakers were just the best out of the West all the time. So yeah. you you're always just having them face – Whoever's in the East and everyone, anyone who was in the East at that time deserved to be there. You know, yeah, like they were great players. They were great team. What you say? Slaughter to, I said it was a complete slaughter to get to mm-hmm. the East. Yeah, it was a freaking battlefield the whole way down. But, but that's my point. I think I think the Vials MVP matters more during this era, and I think Magic's getting fucked out of them because James Worthy had a nice game seven. Meanwhile, Magic still had nineteen and fourteen, like under any. Yeah. If LeBron had 19 and 14 and Kyrie Irving had 40, LeBron still gets finals MVP. Yeah, but the whole thing is LeBron's 
averaging like 30, 15, and somebody like you, you're also like, and this guy's averaging 22 and 14 or whatever the fuck. Like, that's great. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is true. That is true. That's my like, point. I just don't get it. I don't get where the, I don't understand why. Because I saw a lot of people saying they thought Kyrie should win finals MVP that, that, um, that season. one year. And I could see the case for that because he hit the big shot. He, he had great the last great last three games like that. It's all about context of what happened during that that time. Like you have to, if you were there, you probably would have been like, "I'm not mad at it," you know, like as much as you are now because now you're able to look at everything and be like, "What the fuck, this guy outplayed him the whole series, the whole series, and and he was easily the best player on the team." And you felt like he was just not getting it because they didn't want to say, "Oh, it was just magic because it's magic." Oh, well, I'm glad. That's pretty much what it sounded like with they, the, what they did. that they gave it to LeBron. Because that would have been insane. I would have been so pissed. I wouldn't have been mad if they would have. Well, obviously, I wouldn't have been mad if they would have yeah. gave it to Kyrie. But, but no, he really did do, like, I don't think it was just like, it should have just been unanimously LeBron. I would not. I could see people saying why they would have given it to Kyrie, too. That's but not, you also hate Kyrie. That's a different story for a different day, my friend. Yeah. But agree to disagree, but we must move on. Yeah. Okay, so after the '88 season and winning the finals, we get to the '89 season, and they make it to the finals again to face off against the Detroit Pistons yet again. And what happens in Game Two that changes the course of the finals? Anybody know? Question? Anybody? <laughs> yes, very much. I know. I know the answer. (laughs) So, listen. I didn't know this before we started doing the research. And then I stumbled upon this video. Um, Magic Johnson had had a series-ending hamstring injury in the 1989 NBA Finals. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, I, I didn't at all. I had no idea about that. And I... I feel like I watched the Bad Boy documentary, and that wasn't part of it. Yeah, and I'm sure they just <laughs> that, <laughs> that was on purpose. I promise you. Maybe I, maybe I fell asleep during that part. But no, I don't remember. I, I think I remember a slight like mention of um, Magic not being all the way there. Maybe, but I don't. I don't know. Like I'm, and I'm sure they were probably saying we won that championship and we were going to win it no matter what, anyways. So, but Magic won the MVP this year, twenty-two, six, and eleven, right? Yeah. Lakers, 63 wins. Uh, oh, wait, shit. Wrong here. Fuck. Where's the... You're looking for 80, 89. There we go. Lakers, 57 wins. 20, yeah, he averaged 20. Magic Johnson, still the MVP. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 22, 13, and, and 8. That late 80s period, in terms of regular season, like, he racked up all the awards. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's the whole thing about him. He, and, and that's why I, would, I, I hate that I keep on freaking mentioning it. But um, that's why I, was, I compare it to LeBron so much because his second half of his career literally makes him what he is to everyone now. Like, everyone looks at Magic and just says he's easily top five. Like, you can't argue it because 
Like he, yeah, he, like no one even acknowledges that he had Kareem for most of his fucking career. Like, because it was just like, this guy was just that fucking great. So you have to, you have to just say he was a goat. He was like one of the goats. Crazy. Magic Johnson, 11 points, eight assists, 25, like only played, managed to get 25 minutes per game in three games, which you know that's not, he should really be up here at the 42 spot. Yeah. Um, And for him to have under eight assists at this area is a complete crime. So you know something's completely wrong. Doesn't even make it to the final game. And they sweep them in the finals. And yeah. this, do you hold? Do you think this should be uh, held on Magic's resume, or are you fine with people not really bringing this up and just being like, "Yeah, Pistons won, whatever." Yeah, I mean, at the if you get injured, you can't, you can't really, you can't really hold it against them. Like, do you hold it against the Pistons? And not I say, because. My my whole thing is if you what when did he he, he said he got injured game two, so yeah and tried to play game three but didn't ultimately played. We'll look, we'll look. Probably not many minutes. I mean, damn, those are close ass games for not having Magic Johnson in it. <laughs> like, like that's crazy. Five minutes in game three and then did not play game four. Irrelevant to whether they're close, they didn't win any of them. No, yeah, no, but I mean. And this is Kareem's last year, I'm pretty sure. So okay. what was Kareem? What did Kareem do that that series? He, had, he yeah, 41 years old. I think this is his last year. The yeah, uh, the ninety the ninety nine series. I thought it was. I mean the eighty nine um, season. Uh, Twelve points, year. five rebounds. Like he's he's forty one. Give this guy a break. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> Because the whole thing with injuries is it happens, and we've seen that so many times throughout the, like the history of the league. Injuries happen, and you can't. That's not the Pistons' fault. So you got you you got to just they won a championship. You could say it's a tainted one or whatever, but then they. they that's all. That's all I'm saying because I feel like the Warriors' but they, first championship gets super tainted because LeBron was by himself, and you had that injured team, and they went up against all these injuries and. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this in this instance, I literally never heard about this, and people yeah. just be like, "Oh yeah, Pistons back to back, they dominated that that weird that era of time." Yeah, but but is this? I think it's the same thing with um with the Warriors now because they say the three times championship. Like like you don't really no one really discounts Steph's first or the, or their first ring as much now because they won two more after that. And th- with the Pistons, if you like for you to have doubts, and that was the same thing with the war. What the Warriors kind of felt like in, in that moment too. Like everyone had doubts about them, so they were like, "We're gonna, we're gonna come back around, and we're gonna win this championship." And that's how the Warriors just feeling too. They didn't end up winning though, but, but to me, that's when you can't, you can't, there can't be any more doubts because you won it again. Yeah, I just, uh, I just can't believe I had never heard. I think that's a big deal when it comes to. Not so much Magic's legacy, but like the Pistons. Like, but but if we keep it to Magic, uh, yeah. you, do you? This is why no one really brings up his finals record too. It's because of situations like this and like the talent that yeah. he went against. Because that, to me, I would take away. I would not count that. 
I would, I would like, I would look back, and this is, it's similar to LeBron's 2007 um, finals and his 2015 finals. Like, I, I don't, I think that's not fair to hold that against them. Like, you gotta, like, if you're in a situation where it's impossible for you to win, like, he literally couldn't play. You can't say, oh yeah, he didn't. He, that's another finals he lost. Like, he didn't play. It. He didn't. He, he played what? Like half the series. Yeah. Yeah. It what to me it just doesn't make and he's tight. <laughs> he's fucking tight. Yeah, because he knows. He knows. Crazy. I just didn't know that. I can't believe that I didn't know that. Um and I just I just think that when when you look back when we go back and we do Isaiah, like I think that's gonna matter. Cause like those championships for Isaiah's career mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, compare yeah, because that was just another another nacho. He was like, whatever, I didn't win this time. I'm a, I'll come back again. Thought, Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sure most people thought, uh, or I'm sure there were many people at the time that thought that Magic and the Lakers were going to come away with that, no problem. Yeah. There's a case for Magic here where he could end up with seven championships or eight. Mm-hmm. And if he has eight championships, he's the GOAT. Oh yeah, if Matt, because it's already the the thing with Magic is he did he did all of this in thirteen in a thirteen year career, and four out of those, like it, he had a four year span where he didn't play. So it's like if he didn't get HIV, and we'll probably talk about it. We'll, we'll definitely talk about it more as we keep on going with, with his legacy. But he could have had another two three years maybe where he he was still at an elite level. I don't, I, I'm not sure, but I just feel like I feel like you have to respect that he went to the finals nine times out of his 13 years, and what one of the one of those times he lost in the in the Western Conference Finals, and I can't remember. I know he he lost in the first round. I'm just trying. Okay. Like he had long playoff runs, like throughout most of his career. Yes. Not a lot of people do that. Like no. that's not like even even like Tim Duncan, who's who never missed the finals. Like he didn't have oh, long playoff play. runs every single every single year. Like he was doing it every single year because he made that team that good. Yeah, and he I, was in a and he was in a, a weaker <laughs> conference, but whatever. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Tim Duncan wasn't in a weaker conference. At oh the time. no, 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 no! I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so after the loss in the 89 finals to the Pistons, we then get to the 89-90 season, and the Lakers don't even make it to the finals, which is the first time in a while, and they get booted in the second round by the Suns. But Magic won the MVP. Yes, he did. And this is kind of what I want to talk about, because Charles Barkley talks about this a lot. Like, if you ever listen to him in interviews, he'll, and you'll notice on the screen, Charles Barkley got more first place votes than Magic, uh, but Magic came away just barely with more points, uh, total MVP points in the voting. Uh, how is that? How does that work? Like, how's how's that broken down? Like, so I guess there's you know first, second. I guess there's first through tenth because they have a bunch of. I think it's one through. Pretty sure, and yeah. uh, 
the first place votes get to get counted a little bit more. I don't know exactly what it is, but they, I know they get counted a little bit more. And obviously, you want the most first place votes, but uh, they tally up all the points, and that's how they get their MVP. But uh, and it's a media at this point, it's a media award. Pretty sure. Okay. Because uh, it used to be a player award, like back when Russell played, like in the I think in the seventies too, it was a media award. Or a uh, player award given by the players. So, but let's see. Magic Johnson, 22, 6, and 11, shooting 48%, almost 90% from the free throw line. Uh, 16.5 wins, win shares. Good. But Barkley has 25 points, 11 rebounds, almost two steals, shot 60%. From yeah. the field. Uh, 75% from free throw line, so obviously a little worse. But who got more wins? Who had more wins for their team? So if we go up, Barkley was still with Philly at this point. Philly had 53 wins. Lakers were a 63 win ball club. There's no way that, that, that like, yeah. based on the way. Especially I'm in today's now, NBA. Yeah, based on the way that I understand the MVP, there is no case for Charles Barkley to have that. Where was he? Where were they ranked? Like in in the in, in, the, in, east? in the East, they were three seed. They're the three. They're the three seed. Yeah. No, no. Lakers would have been the first. Yeah, first seed. Like. Yeah, I think the only thing about the NBA that's always really shitty is I feel like. Like after a while, they're just like, you can't win this shit all the time. Like if this was if this was in twenty twenty twenty, and the same thing happened, I feel like Charles Barkley would have won MVP because the NBA does that shit all the time. They 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 do it to most most players who are dominant at at that time. They just like that's what they, that was kind of that it was it kind of started towards MJ where they were like, you're clearly the best player in the league. But we're not going to give you the MVP because no. But think about it this way. Think about it this way, right? Close your. Let's let's do this. Let's take the names away for a sec. I'm taking Magic stat, stats all day, all the time. I'm never. I, I don't think I'm ever picking Barkley stats over Magic. If you're looking at it just blind like this, I like Barkley's stat line better, but. But when you factor this in, that the Sixers were third in the East and the Lakers were first with over 60 wins. If you had over 60 wins and you have a double-double, like the one Magic's got, a 20-10 and double-double, you got it. There you go. But yet, you, you also won ten more games. Like you, you like almost you, ten more. Yeah, had, yeah. No, so, ten more than ten Philly. Yeah, they did win ten more. Yeah, so it would it would have been to me. It's that's a no brainer. Like yeah. I'm taking the because Magic has, I, I guess Barkley's playing a little bit better defense, but Magic is still getting you seven rebounds a game, pretty much, with almost twelve assists, twenty two points. Like that's not normal. Like <laughs> we got a, you see this third one down here? What about this? And that that stat line's on a fifty five win team. You know see that? that? You know yeah, that. and that to me, 
pop a mic. To me, to me, I'm not. I don't understand. I don't understand how that's not being argued more. Because I feel like that one, you could be like, okay, let's argue a little bit more. I won 55 games. I got 33, seven and six. Like, and he was three steals. Magic's basically got 33 if you count his uh, points and assists together. I guess. Probably a little more than that, actually. More than that. Yeah, like, I could see, like, I'm definitely taking, I'm taking Magic's over Charles Barkley, though. You're going to take Magic's over, what about Magic over MJ, since you brought it up? I think that one's a little bit more of a of an argument. You should he because then you got you start breaking down the nitty gritty. Like MJ shot a little bit more efficiently from from the field goal. Just like I mean, Barkley shot significantly more efficient. But I think I I just love points. Like that's one, that's one of the things because I was literally like, about to say much, the points bias but, is showing. But thirty but thirty four, you pretty much averaging thirty four seven and six. You're gonna tell me Will Chamberlain's 50 points is the should have won MVP when we get to it. That'll be fun. 50 and 25. Why not? <laughs> like, I mean, I gotta look at the year because I didn't. I'm he not looking. Did at who we, he didn't yeah. win it. He didn't. I'm not look. I'm not looking at what happened that year, but like I, I didn't look at what who won it or whatever. But I'm saying 50 and 25 is like, come on. I'll tell right. you. A secret. I'll tell you a secret. It was Bill Russell. Bill Russell. That yeah, I assumed it was Bill Russell. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, Oscar had a triple double that year too. And none of it matters because Bill Russell's better than both of them. So That's a let's, let's move on. We're going. Hey, guys. If you like what you heard, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just type in Apex Greatness on YouTube to see everything we put out this year, from legacy breakdowns to current NBA and NFL content. We have over 150 videos to binge if you're that type of person or just to listen to in your spare time. We have about two to five hours of new content every week. Check us out. Later.